Good morning to everybody. Bezrez Hashem, we're up to Shir number 357. We're learning today Lerfu Shleim Shmuel ben Tehila, Lerfu Shleim Mordechai ben Frimetenya, and Lerfu Shleim Leia Baschana. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Malabain, we've been talking about the action, the um, issue of wet laundry, wet clothing, um, and the fact that it is muksa. We spoke about the, uh, you know, the laundry, different types of laundry, different types of wet uh, clothing as far as if it's a towel, somebody is not makbed on it, or whether it's a regular um, item of clothing whereby somebody is makbed on it. And we said the ones that are makbed would, have, would taka be muksa. If it's not makbed, like a towel or a shmat or a rig, would taka have a din said the mishabura of not muksa because we're not afraid that one might come to squeeze it out. But the question comes up now, what about if one has laundry wet laundry that um, the question is they would like to use it on Shabbos but now it's wet and it is drying so we spoke about the question of if it was in a dryer but let's say it's it's hanging up on the laundry rack and it's still wet and and by the time Shabbos comes in it is still wet but they know that it's going to dry would they be allowed to use this laundry or does it have the does it keep a status a din of muksa the entire Shabbos now we're going to see in the halachas of muksa when we when we get into it. Um, there's a concept known of iskasoi levenish mashis iskasoi lekuliyoma that when when benish mashis comes, if something is taka muksa, it's going to stay muksa the entire Shabbos. Um, we've spoken a little bit about the neiros on the table and with the tablecloth where the, the candles are there and they're light, lit and so on. But to make a long story short, what status, when Shabbos comes in, it's now banish mashes and the clothing is wet. So the taka muksa, but are we going to say that they will stay muksa the entire Shabbos, even though I want to wear them? And they will dry. Let's say in like two hours, they're tuck again to dry. So we want to know what halacha would this would these items of clothing have? And of course, we're talking about items, items of clothing whereby one is makbid on, not towels, which would not be muksa in the first place, but items of clothing where one is makbid and there's a gzera, one might come to squeeze it out. So uh, one of the um, main issues of, of muksa, which we're going to learn, Bezrit Hashem, is that one takes their mind off of it. What is muksa? When one takes their mind off of that item. For example, the Shulchan Aruch goes through a, is some interesting cases, which we're not going to get into all the details now, just real quickly, in um Simon Shin Yud, but we're going to learn the halachs of Muksa. We'll try and get very, you know, a lot, get into a lot more of the details into that Indian. And that is, that is a question of the, in the olden days, they used to dry fruits up on the roof um, and so on. So the, the, Shulchan Aruch, uh, the Shulchan Aruch talks about the issue of drying these fruits on the roof, or sometimes it was dried inside. And to make a long story short, the issue of drying the fruit, when was somebody, Maksadaitai, that they took their mind, says the Shulchan Aruch in general, the Mishabur explaining, they took their mind off these fruits that were going to be dry and they would not be edible the entire Shabbos was basically when they were up on the roof and it could be the, they needed the sun the marshal, they needed the sun to dry out the fruit, so they would have the sun, but it could be cloudy, it could be rainy. They don't know, in two, three hours it might rain. So thereby, one would take their mind off those fruits. But Lemaise, if it was a done, it done in a way whereby... Um, 
Shenigbar Midei Adam, that it was done, Taka, through the Bidei Adam, by a person, whether it was inside, and there was a certain procedure, again, how that, without getting into all the details, that they did it, whereby it was Nigbar Bidei Adam, that the person himself really sort of, to an extent, had control over it, as opposed to when it's up on the roof, it's, they don't really have control because they don't know if it'll be sunny or won't be sunny, they don't know if it's going to rain or be cloudy or whatever the case is. So we say in general that when the person in general had more control over it, and they were able to make these fruits um, dried out or edible or whatever the case is, then we're going to say, Taka, that they were not moxidite, that they did not take their mind off of it, and the fruits would be edible, even though they were not edible by Banish Mushes. But if we're going to show you, if we're going to say that it's in a place, um, in general, the concept is if it's up on top, and it's Bidei Shemayim, sort of like, in other words, we don't know if it'll be sunny, it'll be cloudy, it'll be rainy. So therefore, we sort of like took our mind off of it, and thereby Banish when it was muksa, it stays muksa the entire Shabbos. Now, obviously, this is just a very small, tiny part of this concept um, in muksa, which we're going to talk about, but just to get the understanding, now getting back to our laundry. When we have this laundry and we have it hung up and we know it's wet, but one second, what about in two or three hours? Now, Benish Mush is it's wet, but by 10 o'clock at night, it'll be dry. So could I wear it or can I wear it? So, uh, so the mice, so we say like this. Brings down the Lushan of the Sefer Lama Tes Malachas on page 720, bringing it down very nicely where we could understand it a little bit easier. He says like this, laundry that had been wet upon the arrival of Shabbos, in other words, like by Benish Mashas, like we said, may taka not be handled if if it has the teferch amanas lat piach, like we explained, it's wet enough, may not taka be handled, may not be moved because of the principle of migoy meaning, like we said, that is kasoy, that once it's muksa benishmash, it's, it's muksa taka the whole Shabbos. This means that, like we said, the status of muksa stays the entire Shabbos. But in the case of the wet laundry, the laundry remains taka muksa even after it had been dried, because obviously no laundry is going to stay wet the entire Shabbos, even after it had it dried, because of the fact that benishmash, it's, it's muksa, it's muksa the whole Shabbos. However, he says like this, this is only true in, in the, if the laundry was taka outside, in other words, uh, many times in the country or so, somebody hung up laundry before uh, before Shabbos and it was still wet. So outside, like we said in the case of the fruit, over there it might rain, it might be cloudy, it might be very humid or the like, um, and then it's stuck a very good chance that it might not dry. Or anywhere else where one could not assume, in other words that the clothing will dry on Shabbos. There's a good chance that it might stay wet. It might be almost dry. It might start to get dry. It might get rainy. It might be cloudy. It might be humid, whatever the case is, and it might not dry. But, he says further, if the laundry was taka left indoors, where one could control the climate, like in the case of the fruits, we said it's, you know, it's biyodayim, sort of. One could, could taka control the climate and the like, and one could expect it with certainty that the w- would taka be dry. The laundry have a very good chance that in a very short period of time, on Shabbos, it's not going to be try, dry. So then the clothing would not have the din of muksa once it would be dry. Sort of like the same thing, like we said, Shenigbar Bidei Adam, like the case in the Shulchan Aruch, with the fruits. Oh, so this brings us back to the concept we said before, that question of maxadite or not maxadite. In other words, a person really sort of has to have their mind on the laundry somewhat. Um, so going with that, going with that concept, he brings down further that in the case, however, where the wash had not been prepared or meant at all for Shabbos use. In other words, it's weekday laundry, right? But merely it was left wet in the laundry room and that's it. I sort of like, like we said, maxadite, the person took, totally took their mind off of it. So then, even 
even though it dries in two or three hours and it's in a climate control room or whatever the case is, it remains muksa even after it would be dry. Because of the fact, again, the person took their mind off of it and they have no intention of using it on Shabbos and the fact that it was now... Um, Benashmashes came in, it was Takamuksa. So we can't use the concept of that possibly I had my mind on it because of the fact that it was Biyadayim and I sort of myself had control to make sure that it's dry as opposed to leaving it outside where it might rain. And we can't, so therefore we can't use that concept. So now it falls back into the concept of that the fact that Benashmashes, it was Muksa and it will, it will, it will remain Muksa the entire Shabbos even once it dries. So it explains the Sefer Lamatash Malachas and he finishes off. One may therefore not use or handle such laundry or clothing when discovering them that they're already dry on Shabbos. Hitaka says also, like we discussed yesterday in the ins and outs of, we discussed last time the ins and outs of the dryer when it was left in the dryer from before Shabbos, that clothing, le- clothing left in the dryer would not be muksa also once they became dry. Again, assuming Benesh Moshe that it was still wet, but as long as, again, as long as they were intended for Shabbos, as long as one had their mind on it for Shabbos, because this is really the concept, this is the condition that one needs to have their mind in it in such a case because of the fact that Benesh Moshe, it was still wet and was still muksa. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening, Bahat Slacha, Rabba Kultov.